Hi, this is Dave from Heroes Needed, just one of the many fine shows you can find on the Nod Network. Visit us on nerdod.com or subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. I've seen Total Recall. I don't want to live on the moon, on the Mars. It's not <laughs> on good. The That's like Arnold Schwarzenegger would say it, wouldn't he? He'd say it like that. Listen, if we had 50,000 more, more listeners, that would be a shirt this week. <laughs> I don't want to live on the bars. <laughs> And welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD podcast with your host Reg and Dan. And are you are we oh. hosts? Is that how it works? You're both. You're... Well, I, I thought I thought I would, I would hang on and I would let Sean yeah. step into that space and do his bit, and I'd just come in at the end because I'm That's not always the here. You know, I can made the last three weeks, so just never I was just like, if I immediately jump in, no, but we need to do it do it alphabetically in future. Hang on, because I've got two names, so which one? It doesn't matter, Steve Sean. They both begin with S. (laughs) (laughs) You will always be the S. Yeah, anyway, Reg, Dan, Dave, and Sean slash Steve. The Reg doesn't come first. No, it doesn't matter, because I'm reading them all out. It's fine. The derby comes before a R. Absolutely fine. Anyway, how is everyone? (laughs) No, fine. I was just, uh, I've just, just found the link to the video that I want to share with you all, um, which is the entirety of Quake Reskin with Tim Allen from Totem Home Improvement, and it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Okay. I think. Obviously, obviously, Out it's of a context video recommendation. I like yep. it. Don't worry, I will post yeah. a link somewhere. Yeah. So people can see it. We've I'm been, sure I said that last week and didn't do that. Previous to recording, just for everyone at home, and um, yeah, somehow we got onto the subject of uh, Quake with home improvement noises. Like it almost entirely because I mistook Quake for Doom. They're Ooh. very different games, but never mind. They're close um, enough. At the same yeah. time, equally as awesome. I, I forgot how much I actually enjoyed Quake um, compared because whenever I always think back to like playing FPSs at that time, you always go avert to Doom. <coughs> wait, 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 hang on. Sorry, it is Doom. I, yeah. I second guessed myself and thought it was Quake, but it actually is Doom. It is Doom with some improvement noises. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to everyone, including oh, listeners. No, 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 wait. It's it's Duke Nukem. Right, sorry, guys. Oh, my God. Is it really? Oh, no, no, no. It's on no, it's Doom. It's, on, it's, it's the ultimate Doom. <laughs> Hang on. Isn't this that German game? Wolfenstein, you think? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that, that video is just all sorts of just trippy as balls. Cool. Trippy so, as balls. I'll put, I'll, I'll put a link to that in the description. Yeah, play it with full volume, and it, it's it's almost seizure-inducing, but in a fun way. What was the theme to home improvement? I nearly did the uh, the um, Seinfeld theme tune. Then. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. That's the only bit I remember. Yeah. That's that advert in '66. That's that, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I couldn't get over. I couldn't get over your pitch perfect rendition of his grunt. Well done. Sorry, we can't do that. I love. I love. Oh no, it's not The Simpsons. It's. Does anyone remember a cartoon? There was a spin-off episode that was on on The Simpsons. A cartoon called The Critic. No. Oh God! Yeah, yes. Oh, You've got so the, good. The box set. I've got the whole box set. Yeah, it's amazing. What was it? It was um, it's John Lovitz, and he plays a film critic called Jay Sherman. Oh, 
Oh uh, yeah, no, I do remember. That, that's it. it. Um, and no, isn't he the isn't he the uh, the psych- psychiatrist? Uh, no, that's Fraser. <laughs> I'm I'm really shocked that John. Lovett no, you're thinking of Dr. leading Katz. man. Who John Lovett? He was never Katz. leading man material, was he? Pa- no, no. Apart from in High School High, he was the he was the lead in that. I went to the cinema to watch that film. <laughs> you went to the cinema to see a John Lovett's led production. Well, not no specifically. Good. It wasn't intentionally like for, for John Lovett's. Um, mm. You know, not that I wasn't a fan of him. I, I'm definitely not a fan of his now. <laughs> Uh, because of everything I heard about what an a-hole he is from mm. um, on um, Hollywood Babylon, oh, yeah. Ralph Garman's podcast, um, we tried to really um, kind of do him over. Doesn't surprise to, me though. He, he seemed to do the podcast at the theatre, the mm. Lovitz Theatre. Yeah. Yes, exactly. John Lovitz goes from being the secondary character in a leading man's space to the actual villain in Ralph Garman's story. How crazy! Exactly. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, there's a home improvement bit where he's on his he's on a ride on lawnmower, and he's like, "I've just supercharged my lawnmower. Look, let's just turn it on." He turns it on, and it goes into reverse, smashes through the fence, runs Wilson over, and he's like, "Oh no, I just killed Wilson. Looks like he's back to prison for me." <laughs> and he just so reminded me of that. So my next door neighbour, mm. he um he likes tinkering with stuff. And okay. he had um, he had one of those little um, I think I've told this story before um, you know those um, those little wheelchair th- no they're not wheelchairs they're the things that you use if you're disabled but not disabled what do they call them the ones Ropers. they've got the little the, they have the little wait are you talking a, a, an electric one motorized yeah. one rascal rascals not rovers that's a car no. so he had a rascal not giving mm-hmm. it. <laughs> And um, he, he's really into his bikes, so he had this chopper bike, you know, the ones with the big handlebars. Yeah, yeah. And he basically took the engine out of the rascal, and and, and sort of pseudo fitted it to the to the chopper. And he even put the little buzzer on there, where it, so when he when he pressed the little little bell thing, it went beep beep. <laughs> And he used to go up and down the um, the street with it, calling it Frankenchopper. And he nearly hit me a couple of times. So does that mean I'm Wilson? Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> and and you definitely are if you miss the opportunity to at least shout to him, get to the chopper. Oh God, yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's annoying. How dare you? Which is which is also annoying because his name's actually Arnold. No way. No, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got nothing on that on that line of, uh, no. line of discussion. I'm afraid. No, I um, no. I remember when I first saw the the, the face of the actor who played uh, Wilson, and I didn't know I what to do with things. Never, and I never I, want to. Well, don't. I don't want to don't. shatter the illusion. Don't, because I did, and I'm like, well, it's, it's yeah. just a guy, isn't he? It's just a just exactly. normal guy. It's like the I'm, cosplays I'm just, of him I'm, when you go to a comic con and you just see someone wandering around with a fence. Imagine. <laughs> now, I, I gotta say that I gotta say, as cosplays go, that is a very niche one, isn't it? Like yeah. a supporting character from a sitcom that have ended twenty five years ago. That, yeah. um, the cosplay of the guy, you know, the World of Warcraft episode of South Park, mm. and it's a, oh, it's yeah. a Blizz, BlizzCon, and it's the massive, you know. Huge arena with about four thousand people sat there watching the cos parade. Yeah, and the a guy cosplaying the 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 fat internet guy who they're playing against with oh, the yeah. keyboard and he's yeah, yeah. and he, walk, he comes in, he puts his desk down, sits down, 
and get, gets into position and does the exact lean. Like the pose is everything. The yeah. pose is perfect. He's even got that 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 wrist support on as well. Everything. Oh, it is. It, I mean, there's some some people. I I'm sure go. I really look like that person. That's the cosplay for me. <laughs> you know. So and and that was that. That was that. That definitely sort of. He was like, Do you know what? I look just like him. So a guy that me and Dave work with. Um, He's cosplaying as the uh, the computer from Don't Hook Me, I'm Scared. Okay. Why does he look like? Does he look like it already? No, well, no, because it's a computer. Yeah, no, I know. I was trying to, you know, <laughs> they just right to what I just said. Oh, <laughs> I well, that's that's the thing with that is that's the same guy who he's a World of Warcraft fan, and he posted the other night about how he was doing a a, a big guild raid. Um, and so I had to, as is the obligation when someone tells you that, I shared the... Um, exactly. Jenkins. Exactly, because at least I got chicken. So I, it's my favorite, I think it's my favorite gaming moment of all time, because I remember that being new. And I remember the, the Leroy Jenkins himself, the real guy, his name is not Leroy Jenkins, of course, but uh, being invited to BlizzCon the following year because that clip went viral and everyone saw it and that's what everyone knew World of Warcraft from was Leroy Jenkins so they got him on stage at BlizzCon and they got him on stage to do the shout and I was like this is the most like internet moment of all time like you get a guy who's made like a he's a living meme from your game and you get him on stage in front of a room of other geeks who are also into that game to reenact a moment from the meme that's going yeah. around the world it was so like oh my For god the game. internet has like folded on itself yes. but i loved it's, every second of it it's so meta it hurts what it's happened incredible. to the i loved turtles kid because that's just celebrated its 20th anniversary so he's going to be in his mid 20s do you oh, remember it was a yeah. um, they were so they, they were yeah they were at like this this carnival and uh this news anchor leaned down to this kid dressed as a zombie or as frankenstein or frankenstein's monster and said are you enjoying yourself and he just looks up and goes i like turtles it just stuck it just stuck just because of the way he said it i mean clearly he had you know he had his own issues he had stuff going on um but i just like to know where he is because that was Can 20 I... that was 20 years ago not so not to detour back to the 20 year old sitcom that we were talking about for a second but just a little simple fact here because i love wikipedia it's my favorite website uh home improvement had 204 episodes which what? is just that's nuts and also get this tim allen uh uh, was offered fifty million dollars to come back and do a ninth season. No, he wasn't. Uh, and um, yeah. yeah, and um, uh, who was it? Patricia Richardson, who played his wife, she was offered yeah. twenty-five million dollars to do uh, to do a ninth season. They both turned it down, so the series ended at eight seasons. Wow. Fifty million dollars to be Tim the Toolman Taylor, and Tim Allen's like, no, I'm good. Surely, I'm all right. Twenty I'm, years. I'm playing Santa Claus. Oh, hey, don't the Santa Claus is a great film. But what I'm thinking is like someone said to me, here's fifty million dollars to do pretty much anything on the planet, I would say yes. And if it was play that character in a show that you've already played for eight years and are really good at, I'd be like, So I can basically phone this in and cash a fifty million dollar check. I am in, son. I am I don't I'm in. So what was he doing? What was he earning in six months of your life? Toy story fifty million. 
He was doing Toy Story in That's 9. That's it. And he was like, oh, this is it. That's me set now. Wasn't that earlier? Wasn't that in 5? I am. 97 Toy Story. What? what I was am it? Buzz Lightyear. Oh. That is it. That's all he cares yeah, about at that point. Even then, Buzz Lightyear Bank, that carries on for a while. $50 million to Does phone he, in six months of work? Yeah. No, absolutely. 100%. I mean, I, I always, well, I, I occasionally think, you know, if you're a big Hollywood actor and you're getting paid, you know, 10 million per production or whatever, is there a point where you go, do you know what? I'm fine. I'm done now. I don't need to make another Transformers movie. I've got enough money. But mm. clearly, I mean, some people there really isn't. For Tim Allen, yeah, absolutely. Good that's on. What I think, that's what I think about Jeff Bezos, right? Jeff Bezos, richest man in the world, 125 billion dollars out of his personal wealth. <laughs> like, like he's he's like half a step away from being the world's pr- first proper Lex Luthor style supervillain. And I'm wondering, like, what's that step? Like, what's what's the thing? That's going to make him take that step into proper super villainy. Well, he's, he's, already, got the, he's got the resources. He's nearly there with 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 the data mining thing, though, isn't he? I mean, he's he's not a good guy. No one earns a hundred billion dollars by being a good guy. Let's let's face it. But like, how? What's what's the thing that's going to tip him over the edge to be in our, our actual real life Lex Luthor? Talking oh, about not, talking about not being a good guy, and that's a really good segue, actually. Is Elon it? Musk, right? Okay, is pretty much. A massive dickhead. Do we not agree? It's tricky, yeah, isn't it? It's, it's, it's tricky. It's, it's not becoming tricky. more and more it's apparent as time no. goes on. It's tricky because I like I like a lot of the things the guy stands for, and equally hate a lot of the things the guy stands for. So it's quite difficult. I'm quite I mean, conflicted. Don't call He's, people pedophiles, and don't put health uh, um, put money above health. Like these these are these are you know, rules that should be pretty easy to follow. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. I do think he's an obed, but I, I did also watch the launch the other day. Of yeah, the everyone did. It's very um, exciting. Did you see it, Dave? I didn't watch the launch live, but I did follow it afterwards. And I did see the rocket, the um, capsule over my house that evening, oh, really? which was quite nice. There's a couple yeah. of things I want to talk about with regards to this. First of all, um, did you... Um, Consider the fact that the uh, the people in the uh, the dragon, um, the little thing on the top, uh, were sat in there for. Well, I mean, the trip took them seventeen hours from launch, but even before launch, they were in there for what three hours. So, and for that whole time, they would have been on camera. Um, so they would have definitely peed or pooped on camera. Like, there's no doubt. You yeah, but they're astronauts, so they'd have styled that out. You wouldn't even have known. Yeah, they're used to it. Yeah, I know. Old. But what I want to know, right, is has anybody actually gone through the footage and discovered the moment. moment that he's just like winced just a little bit? <laughs> I think when I, when I, many, many years ago, back when I was but a wee bairn, I thought about being an astronaut, right? So that how, how cool astronauts are. When I discovered just how much physical testing actually takes place with an astronaut, I was like, I'm out, I'm done. Because it's like you got to you got to do like if you spend any time in space. I mean, first of all, to go into space, you you basically become a lab pincushion. Like they just test you and poke you and prod you, inject your blood test. It's nuts. And then when you get back, they carry on testing you for months because you've been in space, so they can just experiment on you and they've got a well, license. They quarantine you so for the like, first couple of days as well. Oh yeah, you definitely. might have that space aids. Well, they had to oh. be they had to be quarantined for a, an entire month before they they got in that ship. Yeah. Of course, if you're on the International Space Station with an illness. Imagine, just, oh yeah, sorry, International Space Station's got the Rona. 
Oh, jeez. Space Rona. Yeah. Um, just coming back to Tim Allen real quick. He only got $50,000 for Toy Story. Did he? Yeah, and he, he got, got, and he got some back end, though, right? He got $5 million for Toy Story 2. But to get there, he turned down $50 million <laughs> of that home improvement money. And when was the end of home improvement? Did so, we work this out? Home improvement ended in 1999. Okay. So he, he died. He'd been paid 50000 at that point for Toy Story. He said yes to a Disney film for fifty grand. That was 95, then, 95 then, Toy Story. Yeah, and then 90, what, 98 or something, 99, he did Toy, Toy Story, Story 2. 2 99, and so got made 5 million, million. Yep. but then said no to Home Improvement for 50. To 50, yeah. Okay, yeah, he's crazy. Did he not get a, a deal on the merchandising for Toy Story? He what? must have got some back Well, end. it doesn't say he did, doesn't say he did, but he could have, he could have. But even then, like... I'm, that 50 million home improvement money, Tim, what are you doing? Talking Sorry. about like, yeah, the I'll, space, I'll can we go back to space again for a second? Yes, go back to space. 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 What's that from? From uh, Red Alert 2. No, it's not. Space. It is. Space, Reg. It is. It's I'm Tim Curry. Thank you. Well, no, Red Alert 3, if I'm going over. Oh, okay. Red Alert 3. Space. space. Um, oh, no, I'm thinking but, from yeah, Hollywood specific. Babylon. Yeah, that's where it's from. Oh, is it? Yeah, he plays that. They play that clip quite a lot. I didn't know. Uh, he, right. he, plays, he plays a Russian commander in um, yeah. Command and Conquer Three. Yeah, with um, Gemma Atkinson as his next second in command. So another question. Bizarrely. The 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 um, they had two parts of the 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 launch. They had the dragon and they had the falcon. Right, the mm. falcon was the thing with all the firing, and the dragon was the thing where the men sit on the top. Right. Okay. Oh, so when the when the falcon disconnected from the turret from the dragon, yeah, did it go falcon punch? No, just launch it. That's a did. A, I bet one of the astronauts under his breath, yeah. <laughs> under his breath, he's like, I've falcon punch. Trained well, my whole life for this moment. <laughs> so. It was designed so because they look back in time and they're like, right, okay, there's been a couple of rockets that have gone up and just exploded, and we don't want that to happen. And we also they acknowledge the fact that the the test um, the the Falcon One um, exploded just a couple of days before, <laughs> but they were like, it, the, the the second one's probably going to be fine. Um, so, but they designed it so if anything went wrong within half a second, the Dragon could uh, escape from the rocket from the falcon within like a fraction of a second it would get hurled away from it the problem being of course is there would be injuries because of the rate of acceleration would be it would pull so many g's in a random direction because it is catapulting you from the problem it's catapulting you from the from the explosion right so you'd you'd walk away with broken bones you're not necessarily guaranteed that you'd survive that would you not just want to burn up in flames like what because fuck, no. this... fuck no give me the chance to survive even with injury and i'm taking that shit i do not want to blow up in a rocket no yeah, way and then sued the musk yeah be like bitch you broke my all my bones oh he's yeah. definitely signed a waiver he had to sign a waiver hmm. it's so dangerous you, to sign a sure waiver. you are that fucking adamant you are getting something from someone that you yeah. probably end up getting the money from it you there in a full body cast on www.resolver.com like who are you targeting elon musk why broke all my bones in a rocket <laughs> escape <laughs> how much are you claiming for that... four and a half thousand pounds plus 
Another thing, right, is uh, I don't know whether you saw the controls, but there was just three touchscreens in front of them, right? So I know Elon stuff. I have one of his cars. And the other week, my car crashed and the screen went off, like just mid-driving. Yeah, using the word crashed is, is a bad choice. Yeah, sorry, the software. The computer system. The computer system crashed, yeah. which is essentially the whole car. Because keep in mind, there's no dials. There's no, like, I don't even know how fast I'm going. Dan, honestly, I'm hurtling down the road. I did have cruise control on. I have no idea if that's still on uh, anymore. Apparently it was. Um, I didn't know whether I was going to be able to brake or to put it in park or reverse. It just crashed, right? But I was only going at 30 miles an hour. At one point, they were pulling 1,500 miles per hour. I have questions. Why would it be touchscreens? Why haven't they got like a little joystick or something just in case? Yeah, it, it, I mean, anything electrical has the ability to not work. Right. So I think the only thing that might have happened was, yeah, the the, the their ability to see what was going on would have gone. I mean, it was all, I get that, it was all automated, but yeah. I mean, it just, it freaks me out a bit that there's no manual controls on the Dragon at all. Like mm. it's, you can't manually fly it. Um, yeah, just give it, give us a physical button to press, just yeah. in case everything goes wrong. I get that. So that that freaked me out a bit as well. The other thing that's getting my back up a little bit is the um, the well, they're all on flat Earth pages, by the way. Uh, but people that are uh, are using the hashtag hashtag FakeX, people that don't believe that the Falcon could land on its base because of the fact that they're saying it's too thin. Now, keep in mind the Falcon's width is probably the same as about my house times three or four, so it can definitely land. It's not <laughs> yeah. that thin. Well, like from far away, it's thin. But the great thing is, the great thing is, one of my favorite all-time. No, sorry, jump back real quick. Would you want a manual control when you're sitting on a massive can of solid fuel? You're basically sitting on the top of a of a ballistic missile. Would you want a control for that? I don't think I want no, it. I don't I wouldn't that, want to mess with that. Um, that's their argument is they wanna they wanna be able to pinpoint accurate yeah. control. I, I wanna press a button and be like, just Jesus take the wheel here. Like someone <laughs> let's go. No, my, Jesus my, just be a really fast computer. <laughs> yeah. Well my my favorite one of my favorite space stories when it comes to people talking about faking it and, and, and hoaxes and that bullshit, um, is is Buzz Aldrin, my absolute space hero. Um the idea that a man I can't forget the man's name, but he was like a he was like a sensationalist journalist of the time, and he was hounding Buzz Aldrin at this. Like, he was at a hotel, uh, and he kept like he kept trying to talk to him, he kept trying to get in his space, and Buzz Aldrin was like, "Just leave me alone." And he, and he was like, "But you know, obviously we know that the moon landing was fake," and Buzz Aldrin punched the man out in the no, street. Really? Yep, yep. The guys the guy said to him, "Well, we all know it's fake," and Buzz Aldrin knocked him on his ass, and That's I was like. Fair. If that's the only thing that you've done in your life that's like, not the only, sorry, the only biggest thing. The biggest <laughs> thing that you've done in your life Ooh, is Buzz Aldrin. Oh, he's only the second human on the moon. I mean, for. What else he comes right after first. And what have, you, what have you, you done for me lately, Buzz? What have you done for me lately? You get what I mean. Like, yeah, I, well, that's his thing. He's, he, he went to the moon. There is a. What I like about that is there is a. Um, there's rumor, and people have denied it, but there's that rumor that keeps persisting, that they hadn't decided who was meant to leave the capsule first, so that when it came to yeah. landing on the moon, there was a bit of like jostling for like who could get out the door first. Now, they've said since that that's bullshit because Neil Armstrong was in command, therefore he would gather the thing first. Yeah. But there's this like rumor of like were they like kind of elbowing trying to get out the door first to be the first person on the on the moon. Um, 
which I think would be I just imagine those massive bulky spacesuits. You're yeah. like, let me out, pushing each other. Yeah. Question: Do you think Elon Musk is such a cunt because Neil Armstrong um, made him cry? I'm a little shocked from a C bomb on the Nerd of the podcast. You get, I mean, that shocked me. That shocked me there. I, I really don't like him. He does my. The thing with Elon Musk though is that I, they say there's a lot of things about him that I really don't like, but. When you saw the interview about the the rocket launch and you see him there crying because they've succeeded at doing this incredible thing, I I kind of I forget about some of the stuff that makes him a dick. That, don't don't go, get me wrong, he's completely bipolar. Like you know, oh, he'll yeah. be sat there and he'll be like, "Let's come up with a way that makes payments easier and like so people don't get defrauded." Yeah, good, that's good. Okay, let's come up with a way where uh, you know where, where it'll be clean emissions and all cars will be cool. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Let's call let's that guy a pedophile. No, <laughs> no. Okay, well let's send people to space for a for a reasonable cost. That's it, Elon. Yeah, do that. Okay, let's be a cunt about reopening all the uh, all, all all the um, the Tesla um, head offices. It's like he just he'll come out with one thing and it'll be yes, perfect. That changes the world for the good of mankind. I don't understand why someone that wants to aid mankind so much is so against mankind. What's great is I can imagine you having this very strong opinion about tesla not reopening for the greater good etc and i just think about that if this has happened like a year ago and just the idea that your tesla uh. would be delayed <laughs> you would be on the exact opposite side be like open the offices get me my car elon <laughs> don't even say that you wouldn't be i know you'd be that guy you'd be you'd go full-blown karen like, I was that my car <laughs> Remember, they pushed my car back. I actually genuinely was that guy. But no, I just don't understand it. I don't understand why someone would be so positively pushing for, you know, our pro. He wants us to. He wants us to live on Mars. He wants us all to be fine. But at the same same time, he hates us all and would trade us all in for money. It's I've, just insane to me. I've seen Total Recall. I don't want to live on the moon, uh, on the Mars. It's not <laughs> on good. The Mars. On I the don't Mars. want to live on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Arnold Schwarzenegger would say, wouldn't he? He'd say it like that. Listen, if we had 50,000 more, more listeners, that would be a shirt this week. <laughs> I don't want to live on the Mars. <laughs> Get your ass to Mars. I I say that. I absolutely love the film Total Recall. The original, not the Colin Farrell weird remake. Um, the original Ooh. Total Recall. Because of the fact that it's a Paul Verhoeven film. And yeah. you can tell it's a Paul Verhoeven film because it stars um, Michael Ironside, for one. And he's yeah, always in his films. And it's fucking batshit. You watch that film now, and you're like, what are you talking about? What is this? Why has he gone to a strange space brothel? And now they've got no air. And now that guy's a mutant. And yeah. what is this? Oh, the story and there's a midget hooker. Yep. The story doesn't make sense at all. I've watched it a couple of times, and I still can't work out what's going on. They're selling air. It's like all Paul Verhoeven films have got this incredible, um, like... The incredible sort of satire, um, satirical element of modern day issues or what were modern day issues. You know, you look at RoboCop and it was the whole idea of corporate corporate greed and private policing and, and the kind of uh, that kind of 80s culture of excess, you know, cocaine snorting executives. And all that kind of, it was like a massive play on that. They were the real villains. Uh, so that was great. Total Recall was very similar. You know, you've got these corporate uh, the entities who want to buy and sell air and think that the poor people don't deserve to have it because they can't afford to pay for it. And like, it's, it's amazing. Cause it's a, it's a very, very, 
it's wrapped up in this sort of crazy, all guns blazing, insane Arnold Schwarzenegger sci-fi vehicle. But it is an indictment of corporate capitalist culture, which is really like just weird to wrap it up in that kind of package. Um, and then you what get to what you're saying is entirely accurate, but you're, you're definitely overthinking it. Oh, of course, of course. But then I love Starship Troopers as one of, as one of my actual favorite films of all time. It's a great I film, love and I wish Troopers. it had a proper sequel. Don't, don't. I've. Uh, I've watched Star Troopers 2 Hero of the Federation, and I can honestly say that it is one of the worst films I've ever seen. And it makes me so sad. And this here's the thing with that, right? So there are, top of my head, there are three sequels to Star Troopers, mm-hmm. of which one of them is animated and apparently quite good, although I've never uh, that, tried that's it. That's probably one of the only decent sequels, if not the only decent sequel. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So, so Star Troopers 2 features... So this is the thing that gets me, right? I have this thing with with film and TV franchises that I believe actors should play one character, right? Especially if they're a named character. If we're talking like old Star Trek Next Gen where someone played a random Klingon and they played a a Federation engineer, like that's – I don't care. You don't see those people's faces. It's not a big deal. But if you're going to be a named character – The guy who played two different Ferengi. Yeah, but Ferengi, man. I'm just saying. You can't tell. You can't tell under all the makeup and prosthetics, but um, no. But like, if you've got a named character who's quite significant in a film, for that actor to return in the same film series as a different character just fucking yeah. throws me. So Brenda Strong is the actress who played Captain Deladier. I know, I know this film too too well. I'm sorry. I realize this. <laughs> so um, <I> <laughs> the, the captain of the Roger Young is Captain Deladier, and she's played by Brenda Strong, who spoiler alert, unfortunately perishes. Um, uh, well, she's trapped under a fucking door. Brutal. Um, Brenda Strong is in Search Troopers 2 as some, like, hard-ass mobile infantry sergeant. No, you can't do that. And, no, I know. Absolutely. And I was like, I'm watching it. And she shows up, and she's, like, hard as nails and, like, chomping a cigar or some shit. And I'm like, you're Captain Deladier. You just died in the last film, which is chronologically set, like, at the same time. <laughs> so what? what is this? What's happening? And it's so Twin weird system. because the, the film was bad anyway, sadly. But it, in that moment, it properly took me out of it. So I'm like, hang on a second. <laughs> I know you. And it was such a weird thing to be in a film that wasn't that good anyway and to actually be removed from it even further. That was like me with that film with the subtitles that weren't proper subtitles, but I can't remember what it was. Shit, what was it? What, literally Suicide, any foreign film? Su- oh. No, Suicide Squad. Um, oh, and they're all like different fonts and all that kind of yeah. stuff all over the screen and stuff. Ugh. And it just took me out of the mood. We were talked about this uh, in the previous season, but you know, subtitles are there for a reason that that they're not there to take you out of the mood of the film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You should be able to read them as well as see what's on screen and not have to choose one or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah, reminds me that I was watching a film, which yeah. is. Like, it reminds me. It reminds me. Uh, Suicide Squad. I mean, they're they're doing the remake of that, aren't they? But it's like, well, not yeah, confirmed. a reboot. Is it is it definitely a reboot? Because aren't yeah. a couple of the characters? Well, they're just trying to get. Well, apart from Harley Quinn, um, I, th- I think she's the only one who's, or, is, or Joel Edgerton. I think those two are the only ones. Back it's in a it. weird. This is but a weird DC recast. trend that I can't deal with, where it's like we release this film. Uh, okay, did all right. Let's just make the let's do the film again. They, let's just let's yeah, do it again. Yeah, yeah, they want they want a universe like Marvel have so successfully created. Yeah, they cannot they can't follow through. No, they just they, try, they want to rush. 
They want to run it. They brought Justice League out with like two films before it, if that. I think it was. Oh, yeah, but now we're getting the Schneider cut. Yeah, no, all right. Let's release it how it was supposed to be. (laughs) And now we're talking about giving David Ayer's cut of of, um, of Suicide Squad as well. The people that go on about the Schneider cut of Justice League are the same people who go on about the prequels of Star Wars actually being great and George Lucas was a visionary. Like, Mm. the same people. The same, because Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder is not a good director. He's very flashy, but he's not. He, good. He can be, so, but I agree on, on a whole, he's not. Um, so, so he, he's had more failures than he has successes. A four-hour version of any of his movies is, is not what I'm here for. So Apart I from Watchmen, because the four-hour version of that's amazing. But anyway, sorry. I'm a big, big fan of Watchmen. Don't get me wrong, who I watches the Watchmen? Damn, uh, well, I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every now and again. Like and also, four the, and a half um, hours to kill. The the series came out, and the series is really good. The series not, is yeah. amazing. I haven't watched mm. the series. No. Oh my days! It's incredible. It is good. So, very, so very good. good. It was surprisingly more invested. Um, I got surprisingly more invested in that series than I thought I would do. Um, yeah, you kind of you think it's not that much to do with the original. But then as it goes on, it starts to become more and more apparent, um, you know, how everything ties up. It's so good. So very good. Speaking mm. of, of series, mm. I don't know. I'm now having this weird flashback to, did we talk about this or was it a different show? Did we talk about the Umbrella uh, Academy series too? Yes. Uh, no. no, I don't think no. we have yet. We That's did because then we had that whole conversation about me going, I'm actually going to be able to hear what the guys sound like now. Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. okay. I, that was, yeah, a while ago. I had this weird flashback that, like, did we talk about that or did Yeah, because it's out in, like, next week, isn't it? Or the week after? Yeah, end of July. End of oh, July. Yeah, so it's no, still July. Still July. Yeah. But the more I think about it, the more I think that I am that I genuinely am quite excited. Because, like, it's been long enough since I've watched the first series. And yeah. I never read any of the, the other material. So I only watched the series. And I it's long enough ago that I don't remember all of it. So it's probably, like, it's a good time for me to rewatch it before the second series because mm. i remember it being amazing and really being excited about a second series but i don't remember everything that went on so yeah that's something to, that's something to rewatch. but yeah i thought we'd spoken about it i just forgot yeah. so i was listeners quite the cliffhanger as well that's the thing oh yeah that's one of those mm-hmm. i also think ellen page is fantastic and i think that yeah. when they put her in that show i was like oh okay i wonder how she's gonna be. and she's she just plays the she's same so good fucking person in everything she, sold- she does she said she wasn't going to play. She said she wasn't going to play as 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 a straight female, and she is. Yeah, but she's got a lot of issues that character. So you could, I think, you could forgive her that. I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't like. I, I don't know if it's just when she was in Beyond, uh, the the David Cage game, the uh, guy yeah. who does like heavy rain stuff. He actually paid her like so much fucking money to star in Beyond, and he was like, "This is going to be the the, the big thing. that's going to bring you back. This is going to launch it. It's going to be amazing." And, like, I fucking love me Dave Cage. And I was like, there's nothing he could ever do that could ever do no wrong. And then I tried beyond, oh, my days. Why is that Ellen Page's fault? Because she is beyond, it's all her, her (laughs) shitty voice acting, her shitty fucking character skills, her annoying voice, her just being pathetic in everything she does. It's just, it's, it's so, I just, I don't. Like I, 
for the longest time, I was conv- absolutely convinced that she was the. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely convinced that it was based Did on her. Did you see the story. tweet that she she put out a tweet going, "Will people stop asking me about the the Last of Us? I am not in the Last of Us. I am in Beyond, and it's a far superior video game." And <laughs> then she got lashed, just like so much. She went off Twitter for a bit because she was like, "I can't deal with all this," and there's people yeah. just like not having a go at her, but just taking the piss, going like, "Have you actually played the Last of Us? Uh, Have yeah, you but played you... Beyond?" <laughs> Yeah, but if you like, if you if you if you cashed if you cashed a Tim Allen style paycheck <laughs> for being the face of a video game, you you die on that hill. You know oh, what I mean? If no, you and, and, uh, if someone came up to me and was like, right, okay, here's the story, and you you read through everything, and you're like, yeah, you know what? This this game sounds like fucking insanely good, then brilliant. But if you get it, and it's like, right, basically, this game is like the equivalent of asking Little Mix to do a film. And I really want you to be the manager, and we're going to pay you fifty million pounds. But you've got to put up with little mix for like three months of your life. Would you be interested in that? Then I'd be like, just pass me the noose. <laughs> I could not. I wouldn't even just be like, I'd say no. I'd just end. end you see, Reg, this is this is where you and I differ. Because I told you before, someone could say, "Here's fifty million dollars," and I would say, "Whatever you want me to do on this planet, I will most likely do." And if making a little mix movie with an accompanying <laughs> Uh, accompanying console video game uh, with the soundtrack done entirely by Little Mix. If that's what you want, I will get you that for fifty million. I feel so. like we're glossing over the fact that Reggie's go-to now has become Little Mix. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's fresh in my mind. I did a, so just going off topic for a while. I um I did a another podcast which is going to be launching on our network um, in the next few weeks um, called Bangers and Chat. And it's a music podcast. It's a great um, title. Which we are doing. Um, I'm going to be jumping in every now and again and doing it. But one of my uh, one of the, the guys who's who's hosting it, Paul, um, he basically he asked me a load of questions all based around my music taste. Um, so it was like, what was the first single you ever purchased, and what was like the first like album you ever got gifted, and that sort of stuff. Um, and then one of the questions was, what's the best cover? Um, song you've ever heard and why? And what's the worst cover version of a song you've ever heard and why? Right, right, right. And I was like, Cannibal. Right, okay. Yeah. So I was like, Got the it. best cover version ever is a toss up between either Psycho Killer by Bare Naked Ladies or The Hole of the Moon by Frightened Rabbit. And I was pretty sure it's The Hole of the Moon by Frightened Rabbit. My worst song, worst cover version. And then when I looked at the corner, it was like 35 minutes later. And I was like, and that's why I hate Little Mix. He's like, <laughs> Right, okay, so we've gone on for like an hour and 15 minutes now, Reg. I was like, I'm sorry. There's a lot of editing to do there. <laughs> Hopefully you can get that down. <laughs> There's nothing like releasing a new podcast that's just full of Reg hate. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was, you know what, it was such a fun, fun podcast. I was like, I've always had immaculate taste in music. And then he was like, what's the first song you've ever known all the lyrics to? And I was like, Big River by Jimmy Nail. <laughs> I was like... I've not always had immaculate taste in music looking back. I'm like, right. Also, can we not have either a segment or a podcast itself called Reg Rage? Because <laughs> I would. Go Reg after dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, Reg, don't tease me. You know, Reg, that's never going to happen. At some point, it will happen. As as it's like dad, dad pod. Dad pod. dad pod dad, yeah dad pod's there it's, it's going to be there at some point but i feel like we need but, to do it before someone else takes the name well I know. my 
me, me and Ash were talking about this because I did the podcast with Paul and I was like, you know what, that was such a fun, different pod to do. Um, and she was like, whatever happened to the dad pod? And I was like, I just, it just never yet. And she, she was like, yeah, but the thing is now, like all the, all the stuff we were going to talk about, we're going to have to try and remember from memory instead of it being fresh and happening. So I was like, maybe for the next kid. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then, because then I know it will never happen. So, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, if it does happen, I'll try and remember the most most fun things. But you know what, my memory is like it's fucking horrendous. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless Where you. am I? Who are you? What's happening? That was a powerful sneeze. Yeah. Didn't sneeze so hard his brain fell out. No, that was like Reg. Reg yeah. talking about his memory. That was, <laughs> it was a very I, I, very I recent joking. callback. <laughs> <laughs> No, I uh, yeah, new new podcast, new new podcasts, new beginnings. Very exciting. Very excited about yours, Reg. Um, I've got a new one in the planning stages, so getting it all together on the back of our our exciting "Who Are You Wearing" series. Uh, we've got the the I say I say it's coming. I've not even started doing anything about it yet. I got a logo out first, and that was like I'm like, yep, done. Done <laughs> yeah. now. Got a logo. Just We're good. Hey, a logo is half the battle. Yep. The other half is a theme tune. Ah, oh, damn. Dan, I might have to come knock on your door for some help with what's, that. What's it called? It's called Cosplay Confessional. Okay. And it's going to be... So we're going to have... a cosplay. A, a, a <laughs> cover version of a dashboard confessional yeah. track. Sharp hint of new tears. But on the way sharp. home, it is Cosplay Confessions. Oh, I think gosh. tonight I'll wear my Deadpool mask. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm I sure he'd appreciate what, that. What I love yep. is that I, I am almost certain, Dan, that you just did that right now on the spot with no prep. And I'm 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 very impressed with your efforts. I mean, it might need some polish. I have just bit. a little bit of polish. But, you know, we'll see where it goes. Maybe we'll workshop it, see what we come out with. And we've got Chris's email good. address, so we can, we can email Chris and be like, right any Chris. chance you could do a... Uh, if you could just record this for us in lockdown while you're there. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Imagine. he was yes. Because he does a load of random shit, doesn't he, on there? Yeah, if, I know if you're between, bored. If between you guys you can get me a Dashboard Confessional-esque <laughs> theme song for it, performed by the guy from Dashboard Confessional, I would say I will use it. I will definitely use that. <laughs> we want to use your song, but we don't want to pay you, so we change the lyrics. And now will you sing parody. it? <laughs> now will you sing it for us? Hey, if it works, let's go do it. But yeah, that's going to be, we're going to have a little interview series uh, in in a style of, of whiskey and words, but uh, not about writing, about cosplay and the story. I think there's all people, I, I've told you, I was telling you guys earlier on, like people might say, why would you do a cosplay-based uh, podcast that's audio-based when it's a very visual thing to see someone's costume? And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm not as interested in what they look like at the time. I want to know why people choose that character and stuff and, and also, why that's important that logic doesn't play out because our podcast our podcast is mainly about like films and tv shows and it's not like we're you know we're watching them it's not like you can you can hear them you know what i mean that's true it's that is podcast are talking points it's nothing to do with um you know what the actual subject matter is podcast are talky talky now lucky lucky yeah absolutely yeah. So. Which is why, which is my, which is why me and Reg do so well on podcasts. Okay, okay. Well, you, you think you do well. <laughs> what are you talking about Reg is a good-looking one. 
<laughs> I am extremely handsome and gorgeous. Why do you think I'm so uh, eager for Red After Dark? <laughs> yeah, turn the lights off. Oh, it's warm in here. It's just that, that will be a treat. <laughs> I might just do it on a basking rug. <laughs> Guys, the day came out in front I'm, of a fireplace. I'm thinking yeah. about buying a hot tub again. Rebind. Are you you thinking a proper permanent hot tub? Yeah. Okay. One that won't puncture and allow you to somehow get money back, even though you definitely don't deserve it. I, no, I didn't get all of my money back. They gave me a part three quarters of it. <laughs> what was it? Yeah. 170, and I paid 230. I told you, you got far more back than you ever deserved. <laughs> so, yes. Put that money into a permanent fixed sided hot tub. That's what I'm thinking, but like I need to get the I need to get the garden done first. I need to put the fence across the thing. But do you think it's worth it? Because I did use it a lot, didn't I? That hot you've, tub. You've done the, the cheap sort of test drive now, haven't you? You've That's tried true. it out, you got a fair bit of use out of it, and I think a permanent one. Yeah, absolutely. I would be more keen to go in a permanent one. Yeah, me too. You went also in one, didn't you? I did, but it was it, it took a lot. Took a lot out of me. <laughs> I, I never. <laughs> did you I not never, do it? I never experienced your hot tub. Right. I never. I had the option. Never did. In the same way that you had the option to watch my film. Never did. <laughs> on, the, on the back of that, I had one of my friends from um, from school message me say, say, "I saw you had uh, Alex on last week." I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, you know, I've got a book coming out. And I was like, all right, okay. I was like, maybe, maybe, uh, no, no, D isn't the the format for that. Uh, I mentioned Dave. Uh, so, you know, you <laughs> yeah. Oh well, we do have an actual podcast about books. So. Yeah. And then and um and then I was thinking about it. And I'm like, hang on, I have my own podcast. Maybe I can get on the Steve show. We can talk about the good old days. I love the idea that your 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 line of thinking was maybe I can get him on the Steve show. You sold your own podcast so short. You were like, oh, he's just asked me about being on a podcast. I wonder if I can get him on mine. <laughs> <laughs> only I had a podcast. Yeah. If so only this minute. guy who asked about a podcast would be on my podcast. <laughs> So anyway, he's excited about it. So I sent him a link, and we're going to do Steve Show Season 2. Um, the rebirth. The is rebirth it going to be more Steve than show. three episodes? Well, we'll see. I mean, you know, some of the best things were only three episodes, Dan. Uh, uh, like Star example. Wars, Indiana Jones. The Steve Show is, um, is, a, is, a, is an event series. It comes in three-part bursts <laughs> it's, every it's five years. It's not Sherlock. People are not waiting till Christmas Eve so so they can watch another episode. Listen, I'm willing to bet that when I publish, it, it's going to blow up. Everyone's going to be like, finally! <laughs> oh, boy, all these years we've been waiting for the Steve <laughs> Show's return. People checking it every day. It is the, the chosen pod. <laughs> Do you reckon three people can blow up the internet? <laughs> How dare you? There's the right people, Reg. There's the right people. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a challenge. We'll go with we'll we'll, we'll see what the uh, numbers are oh. at the end of the month. It sounds like a challenge. It sounds like ISIS. <laughs> Could three people blow up the internet? Oh Jesus! That's, edgy. Um, That's too edgy. Sorry. Yeah, so I'm gonna look at getting him on because he wants to talk about his new book. It's all about wrestling because he used to he used to to uh, I think he did a newspaper article about boxing. Don't know. Boring Hang to on. me. Sure. I've got a I've got a book of short stories. Have they been on oh. the Steve Show? Is that about? Did you just say that it's, it sounds Hello. boring? 
So you want to get the guy on your podcast to talk about something you have no interest in. Yeah, but because we can talk about the good old days because there's some stories that will be interesting. Okay. Will that make people buy his book? Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) It might also put him on a list, but we don't. (laughs) They hear what a wizard cool guy he was back in the day. How could they turn that book down? Uh, yeah, on that note, I also want to get that because I've been talking about getting him on for years. Uh, but Rory, my famous friend, I reckon he'd do it as well. Yeah, why is he famous? Uh, he did the uh, the Body Rock video by Moby, and he was also in the Cream Egg adverts. He directed it, or he starred in, yeah, in the He was Body in it. <laughs> yeah, he was in it. He was the guy that was in... dancing. What? He's the. Is it, is it, is it in the. The, the one that's just one person or the one that dancing. shows the auditions no the one no the one where he's dancing and the car blows up that's rory that's him you know that guy yeah <laughs> i feel like i'd have heard this by now <laughs> no this would not be the first time i was hearing that you know the body rock guy i do know the body rock guy he's the same yeah. as the austin powers guy the two at a time baby yeah it's him i don't oh, okay I don't, I don't know about that one, but he's got loads of stories. Apparently, but he punched Doctor Fox in the face. That's going to be a good episode. <laughs> I've heard that story. I'm well aware of that story. Uh, so yeah, apparently he got paid more in cream eggs uh, than he did for the Body Rock advert for the Body Rock. Spoilers! Advert. This is all quality Steve Show material, and you're just yeah, giving it don't. away. <laughs> giving you a little giving snippet. It away. A little snippet. Uh, it ain't a teaser yeah. if you give the whole thing. I'm surprised you remember that video. Was it? I mean, yeah, it was popular back in the day, wasn't it? That the well, no, it, it was out around the time that I used to watch um, a German music channel on uh, on satellite TV called Viva Zwei, and they used to play it a lot. Really? Yeah, it was so good. I got I got so much of my I think good music taste from that TV channel because there was you know. there was no MTV two yet, so. There was nothing really, no Zane Lowe. It was just, for me, it was just Viva Svai. That taught me a lot of stuff. I was just thinking about, just thinking about that. You know, the, um, uh, you're talking about Moby and talking about that particular album, um, Play, which is also 1999. A lot of things in 1999 this, uh, this episode. Um, I, I love like that you're album. just hovering over Wikipedia. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just, I'm searching my uh, uh, Apple Music because oh, I okay. love that album. And I'm thinking, hang so on, why haven't I just downloaded that? Because it's a great album. Mm. I'm a fool. Do, do you know the story of that album now? Like uh, why it became popular? Yeah. Uh, why did the song Porcelain went massive? But I don't know. There's a reason that because he he re- released it um, and released like three singles off it and none of them did anything. And then him or the record label, I don't know, just went okay. Advertising people, just use my songs. Don't pay me. Yeah. Just have my his, songs. It was his record label that was like, just yep. give away because he did a video about it going, like, it's the first and last time you'll ever do it. He doesn't hate the fact that their record label did it and you would have preferred yeah. to have just not had the fame. Because if <laughs> so, you remember around that time, every other advert had a Moby song from that album on it. There was just mm-hmm. so much going on. And then, yeah, uh, Porcelain and um, a, bunch, a lot of them, anyway, blew up. And that was it. Then the, the record sold millions. So it was, a, it was a good idea. Clearly worked. I have a very strange look at my recent music searches and Apple Music. I have got songs like Regulate by Warren, Warren G, G featuring Nate Dogg. Obviously, yeah. excellent track. 
now I have Moby because I've just you know been searching for Moby songs, mm-hmm. uh, and also um, the songs by the Wiggles. And who the I'm fuck sh- the Wiggles? Brent, I'm not sure if you band, in, right. You wear the Wiggles? Rich? No, no, they're, they're the creepy right. Australian guys who wear turtlenecks. Yeah. No, not creepy. Not creepy. Wholesome. Yeah, wholesome. Okay. I I have become inadvertently a big fan of the Wiggles because my daughter has become a massive fan of the Wiggles um, <laughs> to the point where I know most of the songs and the dances. So what up? Don't at me. Um, but yeah, I, so I think your daughter would love Crayon Pop. Don't worry. I'm not long off getting her on the K-pop. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, Lou, Lou is dubious, but I, I think we'll love it. So Dan. Yes. I'm just posting a picture of him in the chat. I know this is good visually for everybody else, but I just want you to... Oh, no, that's not right. That's the work photo. <laughs> I was hoping you just sent it to uh, Rory. There's like a personal video, a picture to him. Like, Why have you sent me a picture of you? That is definitely the wrong photo. Yeah, it's gone now. Uh, that one. Well, while you're doing that, Dan, was it... Were you at the V Fest when Moby played, or was that Dave that was at the? I no, I've I've not seen oh. uh, Moby. Moby was amazing live, and he played one thousand. One yeah, um, one thousand beats like, per minute. Yeah, oh. literally, it was the fastest song in the Guinness Book of Records because it had like a thousand beats a minute in it, um, and it was basically epilepsy from start to finish, but it was in the best way possible. <laughs> it is absolutely insanely phenomenal, and I. I I don't understand why he just went away again because he still releases music like every every year. There's like another two or three albums from Moby. I, yeah. I don't know why he just disappeared as fast as he came. Dancing it's Queen. I, I love the whole um, the story about him and is it Natalie Portman? Yeah. And how yeah. how he, he he didn't he wrote uh, in his book didn't he that he he had a had a, a thing with her and she just mm. flat out denies it. <laughs> Right, Dan. Well, she no, she did not. She didn't just deny it. She came out and referred to him as the creepy guy who stalked her for a while. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, do you recognise him? Um, not in that picture. Uh, about... I'll need to. I'll need to watch the video. But as soon as I watch the video, I'm sure I'll be like, "Yep, yeah, that's him." Wow. There's the. Hang on. Boop. Boop. Speaking that's of looking, the video. looking through random music, a band who oh, are right. one of yeah. my absolute favorites. Um, not do, the Wiggles. Not the Wiggles, okay. although they're up there. Um, they do electronic music and quite cool kind of uh, ambient kind of stuff called Haiku Salu, who are based in Derbyshire, not far from yeah, me, actually. I've heard you talk about them before. Uh, they're going to one of their gigs, if I remember right. I, I did. I've been to them a couple of times live, and they are fucking phenomenal multi-instrumentalists using some incredible effects and stuff and they've they've just dropped a, a new album which has got a few new tracks and then a bunch of uh new versions of a lot of their back catalog so i am an excited boy by that so yeah if you like if you like kind of electronic kind of ambient um that kind of mix of traditional instruments and electronic sounds they are phenomenal and you should listen to them and buy all their stuff nice it's a good I, recommendation. I give it a go. I'm pretty sure they had a video that had loads of lanterns in. Like, the um, lamps, yeah, yeah. Lamps, they do a yeah. lamp show, which yes, is got about over a hundred different lamps that all go yeah. off in time with the music. And it, it was oh man, crazy! I watched that one and I liked that. And then I was like, I'm I say some more of these, but then I never did. So, I say if you're ever in the mood for some good kind of good solid 
background kind of thinking, ambient music, whatever. Their their albums are, are phenomenal for them. Well, I will listen to it while I plan our Comic Con. Oh, uh, sorry, I shouldn't have said anything. <gasps> what? What are you talking what? about, Dan? I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't know what he's saying. I don't know nothing. Well, I, I will change the topic massively because okay. I just randomly come across um, this article. Young Spider-Man fans let a Black Widow spider bite them in the hopes they gain superpowers. That's right. Three <laughs> Bolivian boys end up hospitalized after they let a Black Widow spider bite them in the hopes they're going to gain superpowers a la Spider-Man. <laughs> the Marvel-loving siblings aged 12, 10, and 8 found the spider while herding goats in Chianta. <laughs> So much going on there. <laughs> Thinking it would give them superhero powers, they prodded it with a stick until it bit them in each in turn. Weirdly, I mean, nothing happened. They were hospitalized, however, with fevers, tremors, muscle pains, and we're waiting for the official uh, synopsis from the doctor. A uh, diagnosis from the doctor, sorry. But apparently, they were like uh, there for, for at least a week um, before this was written. And it said that, <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they have no regrets. I feel like this is just the story that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's, uh, every line of that, it just got better and better until they ended up in hospital. But you know, just the, the goat. The first of all, the fact they're Bolivian, then they're goat herding. Just <laughs> I love it. They're probably there is, the spiders that fucking bite me, prick. <laughs> there, there's a lot going on there. There definitely there is. is but, a lot but I, think to that, I think it's fair to say that uh, that superhero cinema's got a lot to answer for. Absolutely, mm. you know that's it. Mm. I'm going to make sure Oliver never watches anything like that. <laughs> Just the Wiggles, <laughs> mate. Just the Wiggles, wholesome and safe. Just the Wiggles. I I am not sure they're entirely safe. Hundred percent. Dorothy the dinosaur. She's a T-Rex. She eats roses, mate. No flesh. She's a vegetarian. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> no, I'm I'm I can't wait for Oliver just to be at the age. Where instead of just going, eh, when Mickey Mouse isn't on, to just turn around and be like, hey, Dad, can we put on this? And me to go, no, you're watching The Turtles, and you're going to like it from start to finish. <laughs> like, right, okay. And then after, I... like, the fifth attempt at trying to gain remote control, he just goes, fine. Instead of now where he's like, no, I know you've hit it on that cushion, and I'm going to try everything in my powers. Like, Ash was in the garden, um, and he went running out, banged on the door, and I was like, oh, you want to go see Mum? So I let him out of the garden, grabbed Ash by the hand, Literally walked her in and then just sat down on the rug and cried because Mickey Mouse wasn't on the TV. And I was like, oh, you son of a bitch, you played me. He's like, well, I tried to get the remote and you didn't let me fucking have it. So <laughs> I was like, well played, son. Well played. Little shit. Little delightful shit, should I say. <laughs> and that the is beautiful thing love. is, Reg, you've got the perfect gateway album of Bennick Lady's Snack Time, which is it, an album we, that we they did. in the bath a lot. Brilliant. They, they they wrote that album. It's basically a kid's album. Um, and it's it's fantastic. Like, What's his favourite song? Um, probably Crazy, no, Crazy ABCs at the minute he laughs at. Oh, but I don't know if it's just because I go along with it and try and do it and do funny faces as I'm doing stuff. I like allergies. allergies. In fact, you know what? That's probably a second one, mainly just because of Tyler's sneeze. Yeah, he he genuinely he's got a thing where next time you come around and you see Oliver, we go out social meeting, whatever gathering distancing. Um, <laughs> if if you if you pretend to sneeze, he will literally be near enough in tears, crying, laughing. You find sneezing everybody around you the most hilarious thing. 
And I don't know why, but he's just, he finds it. Up. And now he'll sit there at tea and just like, get a fork, go tweet something, and be like, uh. <laughs> start laughing and then eat it. I like the popcorn <laughs> song. I could go I could go on for yeah. a long time um, about that. So speaking of um of kids music, Dan, just very mm-hmm. briefly, this about not even for you, sorry, for Dave. Getting very confused. Although you would be interested, Dan. You know the guys who did the um that Dash World Professional album I've got, the kids one, they're all the buys. That's oh, Spiral yeah. Sleeps. They've just done a Tenacious D one. Um, so now they're just like tenacious Dean lullabies. Wow! So that's um, that's next on my little um, hit list of things that I want Oliver to listen to when he sleeps that he doesn't know he subconsciously listen to. Have I ever talked about? They did a um, they did a clean version of the Rise of the Phoenix album. Yes. Um, because back when when EE were Orange. When you were an Orange customer, you used to get Deezer for free, which was the poor man's Spotify. Um, So I had that free, and the Rise of the Phoenix album came out with Tenacious D, and I was like, amazing, I can listen to it without buying it. And I started listening to it, and there was all these really, really weird sort of, like, words that I would use to replace swear words throughout the song, because I'm like, this is not... This is not like Tenacious D. And then I heard the single that I'd seen the video for and went, hang on, this is actually an edited version. It was a clean version of the album, and it wasn't just cut out. They'd literally rewritten all the lyrics to make them like kid-friendly, almost like kids' pop, mm. but it, Tenacious D official version. And it's it's kind of like, you know, you're always saying there's a... Well, like, like there's a version of the Benick ladies, Pinch Me, where they released yes. it... But, but, yeah, Back when um, Napster was a big thing, they released that that song as a single, and then they put a version of it on all these file sharing sites. With uh, oh, Ben Folds like, did that for a whole album. He did. He did a fake album, but this it sort of it would play about thirty seconds of the song, and then it would sort of go quieter, and then uh, Tyler and, uh, and and Ed would pop up and start talking and go, "Oh yeah, you downloaded this illegally, didn't you?" And it was hilarious, <laughs> and it Brilliant. was almost as good as the proper song. You got I'm sure enough we of the song to be like in the game shop as well, probably a few times. <laughs> it was amazing before we had the album. Yeah. So, like, it, it's 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 like that. It's it's as good as the real version because it's just so completely weird. But um, I can imagine. Um, Are I'd they just chatting? No, well, on the Benic Ladies song, yeah. I just mean, but on the Tenacious D thing, it's it's well worth listening to the clean version. Just because it's it actually adds a whole nother ver- like a level of of humour to it. It's great. Nice. Mm. I will, uh, yeah, anyway, I can say I haven't yeah. listened to that for ages. But I'll yeah, have to well, do that. you can. You can play it to him. Uh, I will. Although you do that, it probably will offend me, and I'll end up being like, "Don't tell your mum." But this is what actually the real album is. I think yeah. I'm I'm going to be that guy. So like before fatigue, because he we've had like. I'm well going to the pub, but we've had a bit of a traumatic 24 hours. Um, and then he, like his body clock's all completely off the cuff, off the cuff, off, uh, off just off. Um, yeah. So he's he's like his tea time isn't really tea time. So we give him his tea, and he was like, oh no, and I feel like right, I'm going to make you like some hamburgers, and gonna, he can have some soft stuff instead of like the beef burger which he was having tonight with like sweet potato fries and stuff which he loves. Um, so I was like. Right, okay, so when she went in the kitchen, uh, into the kitchen to make it, behind the couch, I've got an emergency supply of snacks for him. 
So like I was feeding him pom bears and like all this stuff and being like, yeah, 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 it's the stuff you're not allowed to have. It's loads of sugar and stuff before bed. Um, and then yeah, and then we spent ages going, just please go to sleep. And she's like, I don't know why he won't sleep. He's so knackered. I was like, yes, nothing got nothing to do with the stuff. But just been feeding him when you went in the room. I have no idea, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, entertaining as always. But hopefully, you know, I've, I can't. I want him to be that sort of lad that knows he can come up to me and just be like can I have this? Because mum said no. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes, you can. We just don't tell mum. It'll be in your games room. Can't wait. In your games room. The game that ha- the games room that has no retro consoles in anymore. No. But, well, by the time he's old enough to do that, it might. Well, it will. Probably have this PS4 because I'm not fucking giving this up. <laughs> 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 so I'm like, I'll give up everything else. For this little one, so yeah. I've even like so Thursday I booked the day off because me and Ash are going to do like a load of stuff, um, and then IKEA opened apparently today. So she was like, "Oh, yeah. IKEA's open now." I was like, "Oh, is it? Oh no!" Like, Bit of a queue though, isn't it? Yeah, it was a two-hour queue, wasn't it, to begin with? So um, three hours in Ashton apparently. Imagine just three hours to get in. I, I, I love yeah. IKEA. I love IKEA more than a lot of people. I'll put my hands up and say that. But I would never, week. I would never queue no, that long to I'm get an IKEA. Go, no. You can order I'm gonna online. Go, I'm going to go and do it. Why? That's your Cops. life. You're wasting. We it's actually fun. need stuff, and the the shelves and stuff we want to buy, you can't order online. Well, well, uh, fair it's enough. It's not my thing, so we need to go in to get it. I was like, fair enough. But like, the plan was originally to go after work today, and I was like, no. Uh. Not an opening day, like Jesus, no. <laughs> so I was like, we, we will go on. I'm off on Thursday, so we will go as early as we physically can. Like now, Oliver can get addicted to like Hey Dougie and all that sort of stuff in the car on Netflix. He'll be content in the car, and then we can just go and. Sure, car got Netflix as well. Yeah, if I pass him my phone in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the only other annoying thing because now I can start driving around, um, and. We um we start driving somewhere and as soon as he goes, uh I should be like, Go on, give me your phone. But I was using that for directions. Oh, okay. Brilliant. I was like, no, it's just it's my directions and it fucking wipes my battery out. So like it'll start off on like, you know, fucking like sixty percent or something like that sound. And by the time I get my phone back, it's on like three percent. Like, what have you been doing? What are all these websites you've been Googling? Ash, look at this, he's been Googling all these naughty websites on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just unbelievable. So yeah, there is that, but it's you know I suppose it's one that the perks is having something like that. So that reminds me, my next door neighbour, I'm good friends with him. He's um, he'll text me randomly and he'll be like, "Look, I need you to buy something for me on eBay," or "Look, can you pay for something on PayPal for me, please?" And I'll come and bring you the cash. Because what he's doing is he's buying stuff that he's not allowed to buy, right? So he doesn't have to tell his wife. I think in the dark web, say some government thing. No, he's not allowed to buy these things. He's not allowed within thousand well, feet of a. The latest thing, like the latest thing I'm bidding on him for is this. Um, it's like a van. It looks like the A Team van, mm. and it's an RC van. So um, he's he asked me to buy him a, a van and uh, and lots of sweets and. Uh, and uh, and several crates of fertilizer. Yeah. And worse than that, so this thing's two hundred pounds, and it's an RC car. So okay. no wonder he won't let him buy it. But yeah, basically I'm buying it. It's getting shipped to my house. He's going to come over, give me the money, and um. So yeah, is this what it's like having a wife? 
<laughs> Pretty much. Except that you don't get the money. <clears throat> it's, it's just, and this looks nice. I'm like, all oh, right, okay, yeah, you can have that. And now it's even worse, as Dave will appreciate, when it's birthdays and shit now, like, they take, the, the kids take the credit for the best fucking present. And then... <laughs> even though it's clearly you the boss. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, bought, I bought Ash Tiffany earrings. It's like, Oliver brought Ash, bought Ash Tiffany earrings for her birthday. <laughs> I got Ash a fucking A1 cutting board for sewing and a pair of corrugated fucking scissors. Hey, let's face it. B's going to be buying birthday presents for, for Lou for the foreseeable future. I'm going to be paying for those presents until she has a job. So... All those presents are from me. I don't care. <laughs> They're from me. It's my money. I'm taking the credit. She can share it. She can what share did, it because I am a merciful father. But those what did are B my get, presents. What did B get me? B got you nothing because she doesn't have a job. She's lazy. <laughs> she <laughs> doesn't the house all day. Yeah, work, child. <laughs> Speaking of working, uh, I am going to have to shoot, guys. Yep. I'm afraid. we have. I know we've been going over time, so that's fine. Um, no problem. I do apologise for having to cut this. No, yeah, it's good. Sense. It's a good, good time to go anyway. Less for me to edit. <laughs> Fun. Mm-hmm. Well, so until yes. next time. Thank you very much, everyone. Thanks, it's team. A, it's been a pleasure. I've been Dan. Oh, I've been short. I've been Dave. I've been Dave. Damn it. Dan, Dave, Red, Red. Sean. Steve, yeah. are, are, we, are we going again from the start? Or are we... Yeah, I've been Dan. I've been Sean. I've been Dave. You see, <laughs> and I'm Reg. In the most arcus claw way possible. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye. <laughs>